0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Hendricks hunched over as he looks in. Now straightens up and comes set. 2-1. That's bounced third base side. Chapman scoops to short hop. Straightens up. Throws to first. And that is the ball game. The Oakland A's take game one of this four-game series. As they beat the Astros 7-6, to A's now trail the Astros by eight and a half games in the AL West.
0: There comes a time in everyone's life.
1: When talk is cheap. And it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city.
0: This is why we play. This is who we do it for.
1: Take it back. For tickets, go to Astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS. Greetings from Oakland Coliseum in Oakland, California, where today the Houston Astros for the second game of a four-game series against the Oakland A's. A's took the series opener from the Astros 7-6 last night. Michael Brantley and Carlos Correa each with multi-homer games, but the Astros suffered their third consecutive loss. They've dropped four of their last five. A's, meanwhile, have won two in a row and four of six. Astros 78 and 44, and first in the AL West. Eight and a half games ahead of Oakland, second in the division with a record of 69 and 52. A's a game and a half behind Tampa Bay for that second wild card. It's time for today's pitching matchup, brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official healthcare provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Well, it's Justin Verlander on the mound for the Astros today, coming off a rough one for him his last time out on Sunday in Baltimore, but he's been really good against the Oakland A's, particularly in this ballpark.
0: Yeah, and he's piling up a lot of strikeouts, and, and like you mentioned, at the Oakland Coliseum in, in particular, just he's been dominant, including three postseason starts here uh, where he just put the Detroit Tigers practically on his back and, and wheeled his team uh, to some victories here. So... They know exactly what he's going to come at him with. Here's what we're seeing with a lot of teams. Uh, they're trying to get to him early in counts, and Verlander picks up on that very quickly. He and his catcher Robinson Torino, so he'll throw a lot of off-speed stuff early in the counts to get him off his fastball and then finish him off with hard
1: stuff late. Tanner Roark getting the ball for the Oakland A's. First time the Astros are going to see Roark since 2017 when he's hit the Nationals. and Started this year with the Reds, his third start with Oakland tonight since coming over in a trade.
0: Yeah, he's a nice pickup. He's a good pitcher who can log a lot of innings and get you deep into the games, so only giving up two or three runs. And uh, he, He's been bit by the home run bug from time to time because he throws a lot of fastballs up in the zone, like Verlander, uh, but he's got good off-speed stuff. And if he's dancing around the strike zone a little bit, the Astros need to be patient
1: case of the game brought to you by honda visit your local greater houston honda dealers for great deals on all models official sponsor of the houston astros and we've talked about this before with justin verlander facing the oakland a's where a lot of times the a's look to ambush him be aggressive yeah. early in the counts it'll be interesting to see how verlander counteracts that usually with with breaking balls
0: yeah if it's if it's not with breaking balls then it's going to be with with fastballs inside and that's where he's uh, able to, to go inside on a lot of these hitters. We talked last night about the A's. They like to dive across the plate. They're hunting fastballs on the outer third of the plate. So if he does throw that fastball early, early in the counts, especially to the right-handed batter, just jam him. That's all he needs to do.
1: Coming up next, we'll hear from A.J. Hinch on the Manager's Show, presented by Waste Management. A little later, we'll hear from the birthday boy, Astros catcher, Martin Maldonado. But now this from your local station.
2: What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that good Boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bock? Carbox Crawford Bock pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh-inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bock this season.
1: How about the Houston
2: Astros? Now a visit with the manager brought to you by waste management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com.
0: Welcome back to Ash launch. Everybody. This is Steve Sparks and I'm with AJ Hinch and AJ, you know, looking down on the field yesterday from the press box, I see Ricky Henderson field at the Oakland Coliseum and I'm just thinking, you know, AJ played with Ricky Henderson, his rookie year, 1998. What was that
2: like? Oh, it was incredible because uh, first off I you know, I collected his baseball cards yeah. when I was a kid and and you know, he was one of the biggest names in, in, in all of baseball and, and so when I got to Locker next to him I was number twenty three and he was number twenty four. Mm-hmm. And they used to do that a lot more like like number order when you would line lockers up on the road or, right. or even at home and so I spent a lot of time with Ricky and, and we both lived in Phoenix, so we, we shared a couple of plane rides back to and from with spring training to um, to the to the or from at the all-star break or at the end of the seasons and stuff like that so I, I grew pretty close to him and was he talking in,
0: in third person yeah I
2: mean he would have mm-hmm. all these you know you hear these stories of mm-hmm. does he remember your name does right. he speak in third person is he gonna cash a check that, that maybe somebody gave him a year ago <laughs> I mean stories like that but the, my favorite Ricky Henderson story is when after uh, we we were done I was playing for the Royals in in early 2001 yeah and Ricky was in Boston and I'd gotten traded, and <clears throat> he'd moved on. And Roberto Hernandez was our closer, and he wanted—he, you know—he wanted to bet me any sum of money that Ricky wouldn't remember my name. I'm like, listen, I've—I've I've lockered next to this dude for—I lockered next to him for a year. I got two initials. It can't be that hard to figure out. So. <laughs> Uh, made a nice little gentleman's bed, and, and we go out to left field, and Ricky comes running over, and he's like, AJ, AJ, no how way. are you? And I'm like, you got the initials right. He got them in the right order. He remembered who I was, and, and I collected a nice little uh, nice little bonus from Roberto. That's awesome. You talk about locker order, and we used to see
0: it was just so random, and a lot of times it was numerically. Do you guys try to, to put certain people by certain people to try to you know, help him out a
2: little bit. I mean, you know, the veteran status changes changes that a little bit. But I remember when we had Correa come up, and it was important for him to be next to Altuve. Those guys are going to be right up the middle together uh-huh. for hopefully a decade, and 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 we wanted those guys to be together. If you have a young pitcher, and you can put him in next to to JV or Cole or or. Um, in with my leagues, mostly positionally you, you kind of the starters are together the relievers are together if you can can sort of lean on each I mean Brantley and Springer you see have kind of migrated together mm-hmm. um, you know it, it, they, they kind of like let them manage themselves out there but uh, more so in spring training than regular season you might put that young kid in between two veterans just so they can soak up some knowledge
0: I've heard of managers getting some input when they, whenever they put a spring training facility in or something like that, where their locker is something where the players have to pass by mm-hmm. on the way. Do you, would you like that?
2: Yeah, I like I like the offices on the road that that you know you're kind of in the middle of it, so that guys can can float by a little bit. Yeah. Um, some stadiums are better than others, but when when somebody walks in, you got a chance to say hello. It's a little more casual conversation. You end up having to – you want you want to see everyone every day. And I know that sounds ridiculous. That how would a manager not see or spend time with every player? It's but it's tough when we're yeah. here. All the different people are all the different places. I mean, there are times that I don't even see Troy Snicker and, and Alex Centron, our two hitting coaches, until the game starts because once they get here, they're off to the cage. Here in Oakland, that's in center field. I won't see them till game time. It's incredible how how you can still be in the same clubhouse, but not spend enough time together.
0: I was going to ask you about the location of the cages here. You mentioned they're in center field. Is that tough for the DH that you have on the team to stay loose?
2: Uh, well, they come up in the clubhouse and they have a bike up here, and they'll put up a in this particular stadium, they'll put up a, a tee and a little net okay. that they can stay loose on. Um, you, you know, Alvarez, no problem. Springer when he DH is no problem. The panic button hits if Altuve or Brantley, you know, doesn't have a space to go and and stay loose and get a little bit of swings. I actually kind of like it because I don't want them taking 150 swings a day Mm. on the days that they DH just because. They're waiting for their time to come to bat or they have that nervous energy and they don't know what to do with themselves.
0: We were talking about last night seeing some balls flying out of here. That ball's ripped to left field. Down the line. It's got a chance. It's gone. Alex Bregman with a two-run homer.
1: And Correa drives it pretty deep to center field. Pinder is going back at the wall. Looking up. See you later. And Brantley drives this one out on a right center field. Racing back is Piscotti looking up. See you later. Michael Brantley ties the game with his 17th home run of the year. This ball's driven to left center. There it goes. A home run for Carlos Correa, his second. And the Astros inch closer at 6-5. to five. And Brantley drills this one pretty deep to right field. Piscotti is going back at the wall, looking up. See you later! Michael Brantley ties it again. Brantley's second home run of the game.
0: I don't think at the Oakland Coliseum we've, we've seen him fly like that. It was... Uh, hotter, it was less humid. I don't know what it was, but for whatever reason balls were flying and they set an Oakland Coliseum record.
2: Yeah, no, I mean it was incredible and, and, and did you and see balls that you didn't ridiculous. think were gonna get out, yeah? Oh absolutely and I and I didn't you know at this at the at the point of the game, at the midpoint of the game I thought it was a pitcher's duel. You know, fires and, and Sanchez are both dealing and then all of a sudden the ball started getting hit in the air and, and Homer started going out every inning. So I um, look, I, I like offense. Um, I've not been one to talk about the ball or the, you right. know, the drag or lack thereof. But I, you know, you get a game like last night where ten homers are hit. For I think every run that was scored in a in a in a game that was i think seven to six and and 13 runs are scored all on yeah, home runs yeah. it uh didn't really quite feel like baseball and it probably feels worse when you lose
0: well you need a win tonight you know you got justin verlander one of the game's best uh, last game it looked to me like his slider wasn't as sharp or as well located as usual uh, what have you hearing from him about working on that
2: yeah no he's he's always twiddling you know with the fiddling with the group grip and and cameras. trying to make it better the cameras the video the bullpens yep. it's august so you got to fight a little bit of the fatigue, but. Um, JV's really good about understanding. You know, we've lost a couple games in a row now. It's not something we do often. Um, he usually comes up with a pretty sensational performance mm-hmm. when we most need it. Tonight's a good night to do it. All right, AJ, good luck tonight. Thank you, you Sparky. Back with more Astro Launch right after this. There is no better place to spend a Friday night than admit it may Park. That's when we pop the top and light up the sky. So put on your orange and head downtown. Come early, stay late, because Friday nights in Houston are always, Big and bright. Enjoy Friday Night Fireworks presented by ConocoPhillips. Take it back to a different decade or theme every Friday night home game. Get your tickets today by visiting astros.com slash Friday night. Welcome
1: back. Robert Ford joined by Martine Maldonado, Astros catcher. And coming back to the Astros in a in a trade at the at the deadline. And, of course, you were with the Astros latter part of last season after coming over from the Angels, uh, usually when you get traded, it's a lot of upheaval and some new faces, but I guess probably wasn't as much of that coming over the Astros.
3: Oh, that was easier. easier than last year, you know, pretty much the same guys are here, and uh, I'm just happy to be back with this, this thing. It uh, was a little bit way easier than last year.
1: You had gotten traded. You started the season with the Royals, got traded to the Cubs about two weeks before the trade to the Astros, were you surprised that, that you got traded a second time before the deadline?
3: Uh, no, no, that was that was kind of open mind to me. It was talking to me about possibly to get traded to again, especially after Contreras came back. So, um, I wasn't expecting to get traded to, to, the, to the Astros, but I know it's that could happen.
1: It was kind of a, a whirlwind offseason for you. you. With the Astros wound up not signing until spring training with the Royals after Salvador Perez got hurt, Tommy John surgery miss, missing the season. Were you surprised that it took you as long to, to get a deal for this season as it did?
3: Um yeah I was kinda of surprised, you know, about the same time um I was getting able to get a deal, you know, before the printing is over and uh um, almost ready for you know, season, so um, i was gonna. I walk in and chop
1: What um, what sort of things that you do to just stay ready while while everybody had started camp and, and you were waiting to get signed?
3: I was pretty much doing whatever I always do, you know, taking BP, um, doing the bases, doing pretty much, um, kind of creating my own spring training by home, so mm-hmm. it was fun.
1: Where where is home for you? Um, Puerto Rico. So you were able? Were you able to have other guys work out with you while you were down there?
3: Uh, yeah. Um, but I had a minor list guy because they just started later. But right, um, I was able to at least have a nice group of guys, you know, um, doing that for the daily basis.
1: When you found out you were coming back to the Astros this year, who were you most excited to see again?
3: Uh, I would say I would say all of them, though. You know, um, here's a great group of guys. Um. They worked on me really good last year, and um, you know I wasn't expecting nothing less this year. Um, they has been pretty much the same guys from last year.
1: And a lot of the the same staff, as you mentioned, and obviously familiar too. I'd imagine has to help with with all the information that the Asher at the Astro Store choose It I, other players have said it's a lot compared to other teams. Have you found that?
3: I found that last year, this year, I feel like it's pretty much i did last year so it's nothing big um last year yes at the beginning when i got three um i got a catch up with you know with those guys information but um, this year you feel like it's i never left so
1: what as a catcher are some things you do to try and build trust with pitchers when you're catching them for the first time and, and you want them to trust you that first time you're catching them in a game
3: I think just show them that you prepare, you know, you do your homework and uh, the communication, you know, you got to have communication between uh, the pitcher and the catcher or, you know, even if the guy is not pitching that day, you got to be able to talk to them. In the dog or sometimes in the crowhouse. house. I think that communication is is really big.
1: One of the guys who wasn't here when you were here last year was Jordan Alvarez and he's having a, a great rookie season coming up in June. What is what has impressed you about watching him on a daily basis now?
3: I think the way the way that he prepares, the way that he um have an idea, of the play, you know, the stress on control that he has is unbelievable uh, you know, I think that, like every time he gonna he swing the bat, you think you expecting him to hit a homer, so I think that's that's really impressive.
1: Have you ever seen any young player similar to him in terms of what he's been able to do so far?
3: Um, no, really. I think he's, you know as a, as a guy that what he does, you know, has been great. Um, you know, he's continuing to do it and continue to learn. I think he's gonna get better when the years comes. Um. No, it's really impressed just to see something like that.
1: Martine Maldonado, Astros catcher. Thanks for joining us. Glad you're back. Thank
0: you. There comes a time in everyone's life.
3: When talk
1: is cheap. And it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city.
0: This is why we play. This is who we do it for.
1: Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS.